guys, it's Britt Dowd, and welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, where every week we bring you episodes to positively and intentionally impact not only your business, but your leadership, communication, and personal life. Yes, we talk about mowers, fertilizer, and irrigation, but we put an emphasis on growing you as a leader and growing your business skills. We do this through interviews with other small business owners, growth segments where we dive deep on a micro business topic, and documented episodes from our own seven-figure business, Green Again Lawn. All right, lawn care leaders, turn your headphones up. It's time to get back at it. All right, guys, welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. I am your show host, Britt Dowd, and uh, we again are bringing you this uh, from the Launchpreneur Academy. Uh, event has finished up. What's cool is it's hours and hours after the event, and people are still hanging out outside, um, cutting it up, meeting, networking, and uh, growing together. So been a lot of fun. I've got... It's not a round table chat because this thing. It's a square. It's this, is a, this is a rectangle. It's a rectangle. It's a rectangle. Something like that. All right. So we're, we have a uh, first ever rectangle chat on the Lawn Care Leaders podcast. And we're just going to hang out with these guys, give them an opportunity platform to talk about um, themselves, their business, where they're at, where they're going. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the conference. So um, guys, if you can picture it, we're, we're in the closet type room. This is actually kind of a uh, kind of a, a locker room. Uh, now that I'm picturing <laughs> it, this is this reminds me of my my high school locker room. Um, it's a little so, small. <laughs> yeah, a little small. Well, I went to a Christian school first, so uh, we, we were just okay. Yeah. That's... So um, all right. So I've got Rodney Wigman, 21 years old, brighter image landscape, been in business for four years, directly across from me. Yep. All right, a little bit. To my right, I've got Eli Stein, um, 17 years old, ES Landscaping, eight months in the business. Yeah, pretty new. <laughs> pretty new, pretty fresh. That's awesome. So we're going to try to keep Eli off of politics if possible. Then to uh, my right, at the luck. end of the rectangle, we've got Cameron Bedsell, 19 years old, running KND. Like candy? KND, yes, sir. Candy. Candy? No, not quite candy, just K-N-D. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. There you go. What's that song? Well, you guys aren't going to remember. Well, you might... Candy? What's that song? Uh, the, wasn't there like an Aaron Carter song way back in the day? Are you too young for that? Is there, There's a Candy Girl song. That one's pretty new, right? All right, introduce yourself. You just you just joined the podcast. Uh, Hannah. Hannah. Hannah is here. Yeah, with me, Rodney. Yeah. Rodney, all right. They're a pair. They're fixing to go hit up Half Price Apps and oh, yeah. Applebee's. Might get, get a crew margaritas. there. Yep, yep. All right, so um, I don't know why I brought up Aaron Carter. So fun fact to our <laughs> audience, uh, I asked a girl out. She said she couldn't date me because of Aaron Carter. So that's why that song is forever burned into my brain. Oh, but God. All right, guys. I'm going to give each of you an opportunity to uh, talk about yourself. We're going to start back over here to the right. Cameron, introduce yourself, tell people who you are, what you're about, what your business is about. Awesome. So uh, 
First, thanks for letting me be on the podcast here, giving me the opportunity there. Yeah. My name is Cameron Betzel. I started KD Long Care when I was uh, actually 12 years old, summer of 2012. And uh, we started uh, really with my dad who's sitting in the background here helping me out a, a ton. Being 12 yeah. years old, you really can't, you know, drive, pull a trailer, obviously. So yeah. there's a lot of push mode. You didn't let him drive, Dad? No. <laughs> <laughs> we started with you know just nothing crazy your troy boat push mower all your your fun stuff your residential you know your craftsman yeah. anything dad had in the garage is what i used it basically at the time when, when i started that's awesome but you, i was still getting started and always wanted to grow it to that full-time level mm-hmm. and once once i finally got the ability i hit high school hit 16 you know, was able to get my first truck bought a little you know 10-foot landscape trailer and uh, went from there a uh, couple year year after that, I bought a zero turn, you know, a hustler, and yeah. very good little residential mower. Just sold it, and been slowly making those strides to be full time. Hopefully, within the next year, okay. a year, year and a half, that was my goal to be completely reliant on the company as a as a full time business. Uh, I've got just upgraded to a, a six by twelve uh, trailer, enclosed trailer, okay. uh, running the right stander and all the racks and all that good stuff outfitted in the trailer there. Uh, been That's in, awesome, man. Absolutely so you, you, loving it. You've been you've been growing. Been and so how many it. how many clients are you are you managing right now? So finish this year up with about twenty. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. And awesome. where are you out of again? Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. Awesome. That's cool, man. All right. What's up, Eli? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, fun fact. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I I won't do it. No, I was actually working a political campaign. I'm not going to get into it. It's okay. (laughs) Back in May, and uh, it didn't quite work out. So I ended in, that was a long story, which again, I'm not supposed to get into here. Sorry, guys. (laughs) How did did it end? Did it end cordially or like? Not quite, but. uh, Swinging? I would have to. uh, You go down swinging? Kind of. I'm not really really getting into that either because then I would have to get into the whole story and I don't think you want that. Wow, he, I mean, he at is least a politician. Mm-hmm. Look, he is so neutral. I'm gonna start. I mean, I'm gonna start calling you Switzerland. You're just. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Has, I don't like where this is going. Okay. Uh, well, good. here, sh- share share about your business. Yeah. To get you back just, on track here. You just got started. Tell <laughs> I us started. What. I got started after I left that back in May. Okay. I got started uh, actually working for a friend of mine uh, who ended up. I, he just, uh, he had started his, needed some help. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just went out, started helping him and, uh, he was in high school still. Okay. So he went back to school, couldn't really take on a lot of the stuff he had going on. Just, he was too busy. So he cool. sold me most of it and I went out, bought a truck, a six by eight trailer. And this is back at the beginning of the summer. He wasn't really in school yet. He was just kind of preparing for that. Cool. And, uh, I, got like a smaller mower and long story how all that ended up ending but uh and i'm selling the six by eight trailer upgrade into a like a six and a half by 16 i have now and i now operate with a 60 inch kubota 48 inch cub cadet and a 32 inch snapper okay um and uh got roughly 30 clients been kind of gaining and losing some over the summer trying to figure out my snow removal now in the fall cleanups and uh just trying to make it happen that's awesome man it's awesome well congrats to both of you you guys got some some good businesses and um you guys are young killers in the game what is it i guess my question would be what inspired you two guys to do this you know a lot a lot of guys just go and like they just air mail a job in at 
Dairy Queen or they go to the grocery store. I don't know what you guys have out here, but we have like Price Chopper. So what what made you was, you know, did you see somebody like Brian online and they inspired you to start a mowing business? I'm curious um, why you're diving headfirst into entrepreneurship. So I guess my, my interest for the lawn or landscape, you know, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, industry, the green yeah. industry kind of all started with just at a young age, you know, from when, but when I could, you know, figure out what a mower was, I always had that fascination with it and uh, yeah. always wanted to be out with dad, you know, whether it's with a bubble mower, you know, back in the day or uh, all the way growing up to where I could, where I'm at now. It's always what I wanted to do. Cool. Then, you know, I, you know, getting more into YouTube and when it became more popular with the lawn care people, you know, I started seeing, you know, Dirt Monkey, Brian, mm-hmm. Spencer's uh, throwback to Geek to Freak, lawn yep. care back in the day. Yep. All those guys really kind of brought it home and uh, cool. all these that's where it kind of made me want to, you know, go head first and actually do it, that's you know, awesome. full time. That's awesome. By you, Eli. Yeah. So, uh, mainly it just had to do with my friend who's actually younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when someone, I mean, he just kind of started me out there and I saw he was paying me 12 bucks an hour, charging people 90 an hour to go do mulch, give me 12, but he ended up with like a total of at least 70 bucks an hour and not yeah. much overhead at all. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I, I can do this. And, yeah. uh, so he kind of, so he realized I wanted to do it and he was fine with babies again. He was kind of getting out of it. And, uh, so he, he was kind of throwing me some challenges here and there. And yeah. once, when someone like that sends me a challenge, I'm not going to go and say no, uh, yeah. especially, especially if you're younger than me is no, yeah. not happening. Uh, like, if, if this dude can yeah. do it, I can do it. Yeah. I, I, was, I was about <laughs> to say like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like going to not. Yeah. Or this is happening. <laughs> you guys, so, I mean, with how many properties you have, I mean, you're... That's, that's what I'm saying. I got, you're I got the like big man on the block. Take. I mean, are you guys just straight loaded with cash? <laughs> no. <laughs> unfortunately not. No, unfortunately not. It kind of got to work for it. Man. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I, I mean, I'll put it this way. I, I have more than a lot of high schoolers, but at the same time, I don't... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have as much of a margin as I'd like. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are, you guys are, you're, you're chasing entrepreneurship instead of girls. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. I know people the girls will both. come. Yeah. <laughs> 10 and give it 10 years. The girls will come. As, 10 as years. Brian, as uh, Brian said in the, uh, in the event, <laughs> when the money comes, the girls will come. As yeah, Brian it'll said, follow. The event, it'll, it'll follow. follow. Yeah. But then you just got to filter out the, yeah, the Jer- <laughs> Jersey chasers, you know? All right. To the old man on campus, <laughs> Rodney Wigman, my friend, tell oh, no. us your story. So I started my company in 2017. I was a senior in high school. Okay. Um, really kind of what it came from was when I was first uh, mowing grass, yeah. I was actually doing it at my house. I had a buddy, you know, kind of thinking about this. I had a buddy and we would just kind of mow my yard. I would tell him kind of, you go do this, I'll go do that. And we kind of would get it done in a short period of time. And I didn't really think about that at the time you know, like I wanted to do this, Yeah. but just kind of looking at that. Um, now fast forward, you go into my junior year of high school. I say senior 2017. So whatever for me, that was senior year. Um, <laughs> girlfriend sitting right here, but I had, so my ex-girlfriend, yeah. her stepdad actually got me introduced into the industry. Okay. Um, I worked for another company. I uh, did that for two years. And then it was actually two different companies between two years. Okay. And then after that, you know, seven, 2017 came about and um, kind of took off from there. You know, my first year, 
I really didn't have a whole lot of clients. You know, I had, I think, eight or 10 mm-hmm. people. So I was still working for other companies, okay. trying to keep revenue coming in, trying to do other stuff. During the winter, I would plow a little bit for my stepdad that owns uh, A&W Restaurants. Yep. So I'd plow those for him. Um, then I also worked at a Vaveline Instant Oil Change place. Okay. So okay. during the winter, get some extra revenue going. Oh, yeah. Um, after that, you know, second, third, fourth year, it just kept on growing. And I finally wasn't, I didn't need to, uh, do that anymore. Okay. So it just kind of helped out. But equipment wise, I got, I started out with a 2005 Toro, uh, Z master 48 inch. Okay. Um, I liked it. Um, you know, I got, I had that for two years and then I got my, uh, turf tiger 2017 uh, turf tiger too. Um, and after that, I, I love the thing. It's definitely a, a beast of a mower yep, with the yep. 35 horsepower. So are, you, are, you guys, are you guys all only doing mowing and then some I landscaping? I do maintenance. I do maintenance do... and landscape, yep. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what area are you out of? Wisconsin, like West- Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yep. okay. And how many, how many clients do you have? Mowing, I have 45. Okay. Snow removal, I'm at 30. I started my first year um, with... 10. Oh yeah. I yeah. We were talking about that. this. Yeah. So first year, I started with, that. Yep, first year I started with 10. Now that route took me about 10 hours. Like I was saying, um, second year I had, I want to say like 18 mm-hmm. that took me like six hours. And now this year, um, I think I'm just, I got another quote, uh, sent out today. And so I'm just pushing over that 31, Sweet. 30, uh, snow removal accounts. So some commercial, some are mostly residential, but I do some commercial too. That's cool. So it's fun. To these young guys, what what advice can you give them getting into the, because you, you're still pretty new into I'm the new. snow game. Oh yeah. For, and so that'll, you know, that'll help them. Give, give them some insights, maybe something you did wrong or something you would have changed as you started. There's a lot that I did wrong. <laughs> Looking back, no, you just got to keep, keep working hard. You know, it will come. I was, you know, my first year, I know you're, both of you just started out. Well, you, you've been doing it since 2012, you said. Yes, sir. But um, this guy right here, he, what, Ellie? Ellie Eli. Ellie, Eli, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie. Um, Ellie. Hey, people Eli. call me that too. Okay. <laughs> got a um, dog named Ellie. What? <laughs> you got to like, uh, you got to look forward. You can't, you know, you get to focus in the moment, but you got to look forward and see kind of what you want to do, what you want to see your business growing at, mm-hmm. you know, where you want to take it. You know, it might, you're going to have struggles. It's just playing out. You're going to have struggles. You're going to just have to work through them. Stuff's going to scare the living crap out of you. You know, something that you may mess up and you're going to think the people are going to, you know, despise you, fire you. Um, But it all works out. You know, another thing, um, I had one client, you know, did a lot of work for him. Didn't pay me. You know, it was $1,500 job. Not fun. I didn't do anything with court. Yeah. Um, but I did. It, it, it sucks. It happens. This year I had a little one. It was 60 bucks. I s- screwed up her yard because it was springtime. It was wet. Yeah. Fixed everything. Still didn't like it. Yeah. I don't know. So it happens. You know, when people don't want to pay you or people yeah, drop Already you. been there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Had that. It problem. happens. But yeah. you got to work through it. Don't, you know, reminisce on it. Don't, just don't let it hurt you. Yeah. Just keep moving forward and you'll, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Totally. That's a good point. I mean, I'm, I remember being your guys' age and I was really freaked out about going to collect oh, yeah. the money, you know, for whatever reason, it was just, it was just scary. I was just like, right. oh, I've got to go up here and ask somebody who is mm-hmm. 20, 30 years, my senior 
to pay me. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you guys are in it. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious to know with you guys, um, being young in the game and learning as you're going and, um, you'll see it later in life, like a lot of growing pains and a lot of really good maturing happens during this process. Like you just learn so much about yourself and so much about other people right. as you're running this business. I want to know if there's anything, um, that maybe you struggled with and you overcame and um, you can speak to some other young kids in the game out there. Well, I would say for me, at least one of the biggest things, you know, a few years back and over the past couple of years was just trying to figure out how not to chase your money. Okay. How to kind of, cause you know, yeah. in this, if you're just taking cash check, which I still do a good bit, you know, cash check, but trying to chase that when people, when you know certain customers aren't home on the day they're scheduled to be mowed, try to push like a different, like I kind of just, you know, since I'm not quite to the, you know, the credit card on file this year, that it's a next year a goal of mine to start. Yep. But so I kind of started doing, you know, the Venmo and, and yep. that kind of stuff this year, which is really for this year, it's taken it, you know, to another level for me, not having to chase people yep. because, you know, when they're not home, you, you finish up the yard, send them a quick invoice through that and they're paid, you know, real quick. Now you still yep. have your issues with that where people, you can send them the invoice, but that doesn't mean, you know, they have to actually pay you still. So you still have some issues with that occasionally with, you know, people that, you know, if they're not going to pay, they're not going to pay. If they're going to be slow, they're going to be slow. You mm -hmm. know, there's only so much you can, as the business owner can do about that. Yeah. But, you know, the biggest thing I would say is just try not, try to streamline your payment processes, yeah. you know, as best as you can. That's kind of a big big thing that I had to work through. Do you do good. that? Do you do that monthly? I do it uh, typically monthly. weekly. Oh, you bill all week? Uh, no, I'm talking about billing because you were just talking about billing, trying to get money. Oh, billing on it? the Venmo? Yeah, it's monthly. You do monthly? Yes. Okay, and you send an invoice out to them? And then th typically, yeah. if it's through Venmo, it's through Venmo. If not, then I'll send them a, you know, via, yeah. you know, an email or text through Yardbooks is what I would, with the software I go through. So you do have Yardbook? I do. I do. And then Venmo. Eli, do you have anything? Are you just taking checks? Yeah, I, well, I've been using PayPal a lot. Um, I do a lot of work also through the app Lawn Guru, where everything's kind of paid for and set up through the app. Uh, if anyone, I've seen that. If anyone's yeah. trying to get into landscaping and doesn't know about that, Lawn Guru. It's an app. Uh, go on there, become a pro. It's super easy, and it's basically just, I mean, you don't need marketing or anything now. The payment down there isn't the best. They don't pay you as good as I would have hoped uh, in the yeah. beginning. But that, that was one of the big ways I started out. Um, and they just do all the billing and everything for you. Uh, when I have private customers, usually through PayPal, I do have yard books, but I don't have it set up properly. So yeah. I haven't figured that you out yet. You guys are fancy. But, uh, when I was your age, it was like yeah. <laughs> the same Ziploc baggie <laughs> under the garage, like under the garage or like, they'd be like, Hey, yeah. it's, it's in the backyard. No, I do under have a rock. people. Yeah. yeah. I do have people under that do that, that one still. Rock. Under that one. I'm I like, seriously, one under the, leave the, it on the grill. Tree. Yeah. The back wind seal under a rock. Yeah. Yes. I have that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've got one that leaves it in the uh, old milk chute. If anyone remembers those <laughs> milk chute. Oh, yeah, nice. Milk chute. Nice. Yeah. There's, there's apparently isn't taped off or anything. So they're just like, you know, We'll just write you a check every time for 40 bucks and leave it in the milk chute. You go with that. I'm just like, sure, why not? What do you use again? I use Yardbook. Use Yardbook. Okay. Okay. When I first started out, though, I used, I wasn't a paper, but I used Excel and I used Word and I created every single invoice yeah. by hand. You know, yeah. I had a, a template. Yep. but it was by hand, filled everything out. Yep. That, it took so much longer. That's how there. I started as well. It helps yeah. when my dad back here is kind of a whiz with anything Microsoft Word yeah. and Excel, and he kind of set that whole whole right. stuff Excel, up and, and Excel can be a really good that. tool. 
Oh yeah, it is. It's it, it's very good know. for keeping a ledger. I still use that sure. to keep a ledger. Yeah, right. running you know business expense. Yeah. That's cool. Well, you, you guys are you guys are way further ahead than I was. Yeah, because I had a, I just had a little journal, and sure. people would pay cash or check and kind of mark off who paid and. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I would literally I had the Office Depot one where it was like a hundred columns on one page, oh, wow. and you would just like Monday through Friday it and mark mark the X if they did it mm-hmm. and send them a bill. Um, all right, guys. So we got a little feel for where you guys are all at, sure. just a little bit. I mean, since it's a you know, a bunch of us chat and we don't have time to dive deep on everybody's story. But um, given the fact that we're here at the event, I want to see what your guys' takeaway was. Uh, Maybe one thing that you're going to change or implement to your business. And then also, um, what's been your favorite part of the Entrepreneur Academy? What's, what's been the most fun for you? And we'll just, we'll just talk. We don't have to go one at a time. Just hop in whenever you want. Somebody else has something to say. One of the biggest things, at least that I, think I'm going to be kind of changing more in my company after talking to a bunch of people, you know, networking with some people, at least at my table, uh, is going to be implementing more of the softscapes, kind of trying to go into more, you know, uh, softscape, hardscape kind of work here in the next year or two, kind of building up to that level. And with with the profit margins where they are in that kind of line of work, they're just a lot higher of a margin, but it's also a lot higher of an entry level. Yeah. you know, to get into the equipment and stuff. So you kind of got to weigh into that and do it when you're ready. Yeah. You know, you can't just go in there and spend $15,000 on a skid loader and say, Hey, I'm in hardscape. You know, yeah. it's not, it doesn't exactly work that easy, but yeah. you know, it's definitely a, a big goal of mine to move, you know, further into that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, probably my biggest thing is, well, first of all, I'm going to start actually using yard books for its intended purpose. I really had no idea what to do with it before. I got some tips here and also got some, uh, got some tips from my Caleb Bauman about, uh, hardscaping. So nice. I'm going to be talking to him about that in the future uh, because I've always wanted to get into that. I just had no idea where to start. So oh, uh, I've already been doing softscapes. I've already been doing bed maintenance and all that stuff. Just as far as hardscapes went, that didn't really know where to go. So now cool. I think I'm somewhat equipped for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely another good one that's got a hardscape academy as well. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, that, that's what, that's what I'm going to be using. So exactly. we'll, we'll, see where, yeah, we'll see where this goes. That's, that's going to be interesting though. That's awesome, man. I've never really that's done awesome. any of those before. Cool. About you? Yeah. So for me, you know, I want to get into, gosh, I had a thought and I can't remember what I wanted to say. Um, it has to do with, cause I want to add somebody on next year. Yeah. I want to get somebody cause I had one guy working with me just a little bit here and there okay. um, this past summer, still this year. Yeah. Um, didn't work out. It was fine, but I saw kind of, how nice it was to have somebody. Yeah. So next year I want to get somebody full time, yep. you know, get workman's comp, get everything, be total legit with that situation. Cause I yep. don't want to, you know, I don't want to have any issues yeah. that yeah. could arise. Yep. Um, but that's the biggest thing. You don't want to have a Keith, Keith Calfa story Kalfa. on your hands. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was hilarious. Good. I'm, I'm worried about that literally. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> Every that's, time. that's no, I, I employ scenario. guys now and I just give them cash like that. And, uh, yeah, that's what I, I'd had a buddy of mine mm-hmm. help with a bunch of mulch and did the same thing. I'm like, God forbid anybody gets hurt. Oh yeah. And yeah. We're, we're all toast. Oh yeah. That's no, cool. no. I, the thing is, I don't just have them doing like mulch and stuff. I, I have them riding my moors and whatever. I'm just like, hell man. If I mean, if one of these guys, yeah, I don't know. They're a bunch of, a bunch of high schoolers, man. I don't know about oh, these yeah. guys. They're I mean, one of them just moves a weed whacker the wrong way. I mean, does something. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I never let them use hedge trimmers or anything, but I'm always worried. You know, 
anything yeah. like that. So yeah. Knocking a window out, throwing rocks. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, I've, I've already had that happen. Uh, Luckily, it was a little window. That, that's true. I've already got insurance to cover that. I'm more right. worried about injuries. Yeah. yeah. Insurance is a big thing. It, yeah. Honestly. I, I have yeah, I have theft insurance and liability insurance, which anyone who doesn't have it, I encourage you to get it. It's very simple, very easy. Yeah. It's not expensive it's, either. For me, it was about $800 for the year, sure. uh, yeah. up to a million dollars per incident. It was yeah. not a big deal at all. Um, it also it does have some it, it does have liability right but that doesn't yeah. really cover your employees it only covers bystanders yeah. so that's uh so it sounds like one of the big takeaways was make sure you're hemmed up on all the details make sure everything's above board and as you take that yeah. next growth step because uh, early on that's hard though like we all sit here and it sounds nice it like mm -hmm. it sounds nice to say oh i want to have workers comp but i mean I've been doing it a decade under Green Again Lawn's name. Um, before that, I ran a smaller lawn care company. I didn't have workers' comp. Mm -hmm. I didn't have insurance. Um, but if you if you take stuff you learned here and apply it, one thing that's kind of an overarching theme is as you grow and as you scale, make sure the foundations and systems and details are all in place so that you have a stable, healthy platform so that you can launch to your next goal. Because yes, it's good to talk about workers' comp and act like we have it all figured out. But if we're honest, next year, we're all going to be more focused on how do I go from 20 clients to 40? How do I go from 60 to 150? Sure. How do I add a new line of service? And all those things tend to get looked over. Um, and I did it. Like it wasn't until, yeah, two or three years ago where I was like, ooh, I probably should get workers comp. A guy got hurt and I was like, yeah. oh snap. I didn't, just didn't cross my mind. I was just like, well, if they, yeah. what, what could go wrong? You know, yeah. I'll, I'll pay cash for it and save some money. Yeah. No, it was the same thing with me. I was, uh, I would have stopped waiting without, and people kept telling me to get at least liability insurance. And I kept saying, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Kind of like this. Right. But, uh, I didn't do it until one day and it wasn't even my employee that did it. Uh, I was on my big Kubota. I'm cutting this guy's backyard moving kind of fast and I'm just kind of spinning around and, uh, I didn't pay attention. The discharge for a second was aimed at a window <laughs> and uh, true story. Next thing I know is the rock just blows right through the window, makes a hole uh, literally through lands in the house, like uh, two feet away from the guy that owned the place. Oh. Like that. And <laughs> I, like I, I didn't, the worst feeling. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't even know. His no, 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 no. The thing was he was actually a contractor that was fixing it up. It was, it was, it was like a flip house. It wasn't, he didn't actually like uh, own it to live in it. Uh, I didn't even well, know what then happened. He's fixing it up anyway. Well, yeah, what are you worried about? Well, uh, he had just installed the window. It was brand new. Oh, and I didn't even know what happened because, you know, I've, I've got my headset, I've got my ear pro on, I've got a diesel engine in my ears, right? I'm not, I'm not, I didn't hear the rock hit the window. I didn't, I wasn't really looking that direction. I turned the other way and then I just comes just waving his arms. Hey, hey, you hit my window. I'm just like, what the hell? That, that happened? <laughs> and then I go back. I was freaked out. Luckily, it was made out of individual your instant pennies. first response? Was that me? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, no. I, he comes down and he's just like, you bust my window. I'm just like, I did? He's like, yeah, you broke my damn window, man. What the fuck? Oh, my god. And I'm just like, I broke your window? And he's like, yeah, come here and look. And I look at it and I'm the second I see it, I'm just like, I am screwed because it was a big window, probably like mm. 10 feet wide. Mm. And... Then I look closer. I'm just like, it's made out of individual panes, like that are like, yeah. 
a That's foot good. like 12 inches by 12 inches and luckily this guy's a contractor he ends up going replacing it himself charged me like 60 bucks mm. really go. i got off super easy but that was wow. the next day i call my uh insurance guy i'm just like hey sign me up for that insurance i mean if that wasn't you know oh, yeah. that, that right window off. wasn't built the way it was i'd be out of, i'd be out of ground scare, yeah, that, that would be a thousand dollars right there so that's uh, that was def- well, about, definitely my little thing <laughs> what about um what's been your guys's uh, most fun part what have you enjoyed the most about being here at entrepreneur academy yeah the people just honestly. hanging out hanging out networking getting yeah. to know people you guys you know figuring out where people are at yeah. and just you know how to grow each other yeah it's just crazy yeah. you know it's a great community it really yeah. is yeah it is basically been the same thing here just great making all these connections and getting some tips and stuff mm-hmm. but uh honestly i almost didn't come here i booked this ticket probably pretty much last minute there were like 10 tickets left and i just mm-hmm. took the plunge and got it so that was uh def- definitely happy i did it, it was definitely well, worth you're, coming you're right here yeah. too you're right in michigan so you might yeah yeah no I, I, I live 15 minutes away yeah, yeah. I, I didn't i didn't really i mean bro you could have crashed I, yeah. this thing and nobody would have known Usually, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I not quite, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Fun fact. I actually met Brian, uh, last Sunday at a political rally. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I was, sta- I was, I was volunteering. I'm not going to say I was staffing it. And, uh, I was talking to him for a few minutes there and that was like the day after I'd signed, I, I just signed up like Saturday night. I'm just like, you know what? I should actually do this. That's cool. And man. So I, I just signed up for it. I'm just like, Hey, I'll see you next week. And he's like, Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. And we were talking for a few minutes, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, d- definitely worth coming here. I'd definitely recommend if this happens next year. It's awesome. It's, uh, it's awesome. Better. What about yeah. you, Cameron? What, what has been the uh, most fun for you? Definitely going to agree with them is the networking. I think has been the biggest part is a lot of these, a lot of the industry events, you know, GIE, any of the other types. Yeah. It's all the, the networking people you get to meet, you know, people yeah. I got to talk to about their companies and where they're at and yeah. kind of giving me ideas where I want to go, giving them ideas where they want to go and just exchanging ideas of what we're both not, you know, as familiar with and being able to yeah. share that insight. That's cool, man. With other people. Yeah, that's been that's been a common theme with everybody is um, they've just thoroughly enjoyed meeting people. Um, I think we all can agree, like this industry just has um, good-hearted people who are willing to help, love sharing their story, but also want to hear yours and grow with you. Right. Um, and I've, I've already touched on this a few times, um, but I want to make sure people make an impact in their business. So I'm going to keep saying it, um, especially for how much opportunity you guys have. Like it's, you guys are so young, you don't realize how far ahead of the game you are. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are doing really, really good things. Um, You're thinking about things that like some, some grown men don't think about, you know? And so you're doing really, really good. So number one, pat yourself on the back for being here. Pat yourself on the back for how far you've already come. Pat yourself on the back for taking time to pour into yourself. The best investment you can make um, before age 25 is investing in yourself so that you can expand your knowledge, expand your capacity, expand your opportunities. So kudos to you guys for that. My next thing that I want you guys to do is, um, Jim Rohn says this all the time, and it's nothing changes until you change. And so we live in a very consumption world. Guys are going to consume this podcast. You're going to consume YouTube videos. You're going to always be learning, learning, learning as an entrepreneur. But you guys have to take this and be intentional about implementing what you learned 
and making it make an impact because you can't just consume all this and then change nothing next year. So nothing changes unless you change and start writing stuff down. Start writing down, what do I wanna change? What truly resonated with me from this conference and implement it. I've already got five or six things that I'm gonna go back and implement immediately. And I'm gonna write them down and I'm gonna tell somebody so that they hold me accountable. But just make sure, because nothing is ever gonna change until you change. So sorry to go on a little tangent there, but guys, I appreciate you. We haven't been chatting long, but we're all hungry. We're all dehydrated because they got the uh, water fountains shut off Uh, here. (laughs) That's COVID for you. Yep, yep. (laughs) But guys, thank you for real. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for chatting and sharing a little bit of your story. Um, Guys listening, thank you for joining us. Um, We appreciate you jumping on. Um, If you're just joining us as a new listener, this is not always the setup. Normally it's a one-on-one, a little longer conversation. Um, We also do growth segments where we dive deep on a business topic um, and we really hone in on some leadership, communication, and small business advice. And uh, also, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show, um, share it, leave us a review. Uh, That feedback helps us grow and reach more people just like you guys. So until next time, keep at it and we will be back with you soon. Hey guys, that is a wrap on yet another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Thanks again for letting us hang out with you and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Please subscribe, leave us a rating and review. And if you found this at all helpful, please help us by sharing the podcast. And uh, we wish that you would continue this conversation. If you want to chat it up about some topic that happened or maybe you have further questions, you can find us over on Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're going to be posting YouTube and uh, LinkedIn content as well. So you can find us on almost any platform. And if you'd like to further uh, grow your business or find out more information about Intentional Growth Advisors or one of our other show sponsors, feel free to click the link in the show notes and you can see those there. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you again shortly.